When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is May Madness, where I bring you a new story and storyteller every day of the week. Because I'm obsessed with stories, and I can't wait to share more with you. The fairy tale sponsor for this episode is Seven League Boots Delivery Service. If you have an important invitation or package to be delivered, you can depend on this special company. Striding across kingdoms and borders with speed to get your delivery there on time. For couriers who are a step up, trust your packages to Seven League Boots Delivery Service. This episode is also brought to you by Patreon Caleb Weinbrenner. Caleb is a storyteller, professor, and patron of the arts. A big thank you to him and all the other patrons. If you would like to become a supporter of the podcast for as little as $4 a month, you can find links on storystorypodcast.com and hear me read your name and thank your beautiful face for the world to hear. The theme for this week is the sun, the moon, and starlit skies. Jenny Cargill Strong is a storyteller from Australia, and although this constellation is barely seen from the Southern Hemisphere, she tells the beautiful story, The Big Dipper. This story explains a group of stars that look like a ladle or a dipper. Long ago, when people wanted water, they couldn't just turn on a tap. They had to carry it in buckets from a river or a well, then scoop the water out of the bucket with a dipper. It is this way still in many places in the world. The legend of the Big Dipper. Once, long ago, but not that far away, a little girl lived alone with her mother in the outback. It hadn't rained there for a long, long time. The waterholes, creeks and rivers had all dried up and there were only little trickles of water in certain hidden places. The grass turned brown and crunched beneath people's feet. Wild creatures that had somewhere else to go left, but many animals had nowhere to go. The little girl's mother had been working hard to try to get food for her daughter, but now she could barely get out of bed. As her mother lay sleeping, the little girl thought and thought about where she could get some fresh water for her mother. She remembered a story her grandfather had told about a drought that happened when he was a boy and how he had found a trickle of water that helped his family. I will search for some water like grandfather did. Because she was only small, she couldn't carry a bucket and besides she didn't think she could find that much water. So she picked up the old tin dipper and set off. It was hot and dry on the dusty road out of town. The little girl soon felt very thirsty, but she kept on walking. She walked up and up the hill behind her home, pushing through scratchy bushes and spiky weeds. The little girl wasn't exactly sure where to go, but she just kept walking, though her legs were red with scratches. 
Suddenly she smelt a dampness, a freshness in the air. She moved towards the fragrance and then she saw it, a little seep of crystal clear water spilling down over mossy rocks. The girl sighed with relief and filled her dipper. It filled slowly, drip by drip. When she drank that water, it was so fresh and pure. Oh, she felt wonderfully refreshed. And when she had had enough to drink, she refilled the dipper and then set off down the hill, trying hard not to spill any water. She hadn't gone very far when she came across a koala at the base of a tree. The little girl had never seen a koala so close before, but she noticed that the koala was watching her dipper closely. Are you thirsty? As if to answer, the koala came closer to the little girl. Gently, she knelt down next to the koala, poured some water into her hand and let the koala lap it up. The water was so pure, it made the koala feel well again. It gave the girl a long look, turned and headed back into the bush. The little girl was so busy watching the koala walk away that she didn't notice her dipper had refilled itself and turned from tin to silver. The little girl felt very happy as she walked down the hill, being careful not to spill any water. As the little girl reached the edge of town, she saw a frail old man scratching around in the garden for some food. But everything in his yard was wilted and brown. The little girl stopped and said, Excuse me, sir, would you like some of my water? Oh, yes, my girl, I would. This water is really for my mother, but I know she won't mind if I give you some. The old man walked over and drank gratefully. What a thoughtful girl you are. I am sorry I have nothing to give you in return, but that must be the best water I've ever tasted. You are very welcome, sir, said the little girl. She felt so happy she wanted to skip for joy, but instead... She walked carefully so as not to spill any water. She was so excited about telling her mum about the koala and the old man that she didn't notice her dipper refilled itself and turned to gold. At last, the little girl arrived home. She pushed open the door. Her mother was still in bed but sitting up. Hey, mum, I have some really special special water for you. Look. Oh, how wonderful, my darling. Her mother sat up and gratefully drank the water, leaving some for her daughter. She handed it back, saying, that was the best water I've ever tasted, and I have left some for you. The little girl was thirsty again after her long walk home in the heat, so she was about to take a sip when a knock came at the door. The girl opened the door to find a stranger. There stood a bent old woman with white hair, dark skin and one blind eye 
She was dressed in rags and covered in the red dust of the road. Hello, Auntie. You look like you need a drink of water. Yes, I do. I would love a good drink of water. Can you spare a drop for me, darling? Sorry we don't have much, Auntie, but you can have this. The old woman gratefully took the dipper and drank deeply. You are a very good, kind girl. Then she winked at the little girl and smiled. The old woman lifted that dipper high up into the air. Suddenly, the little girl saw that her dipper was now made of beautiful, sparkling crystals. The old woman turned it upside down, and where the last drop spilled onto the ground, a spring formed. Crystal clear water that came from deep underground bubbled up, enough water for the whole town and the wildlife to share. Then that old woman lifted the dipper high up into the air and she tossed it up high, high into the sky, so high that it never came down. The little girl and her mother hugged each other happily, but when they looked up to thank the old woman, she had disappeared. That night, the townspeople gathered around the new spring excitedly, and when they looked up into the sky, they saw that the girl's crystal dipper had become a new constellation of stars. It is there to this day, and we call it the Big Dipper. And that is how I tell the story of the Big Dipper, which is really a folktale from Europe. But I wonder, how would you retell that story? Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Jenny Cargill Strong on the internet. Tell her you heard her on the podcast and now want to hear her tell more stories. You can find me and the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. The idea for this episode's fairy tale sponsor came from the beautiful brains of Drea Douglas and Katie Knudsen. Check out the ads for the fairy tale sponsors on social media and let me know the favorite stories you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. Like and rate the show on iTunes, head over to the website, join the mailing list for hidden goodies, and if you tune in, you'll hear more stories tomorrow. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary-Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal court.